We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. I appreciate you guys for tuning in today. I really do. Um, And I hope you guys enjoy today's show because I know I'm going to. (laughs) So today I am sitting down with Nadia Harding uh, for a conversation on soulmates and twin flames. And I get a lot of questions about this, um, not only from singles, but from people who are in relationships and partnerships. Um, And I feel like we just need to get some clarity on what this is and how we can determine who who we're with and what we're with and what we're doing. So today's topic is going to be on just that, soulmates and twin flames. So listen, before we get into that, let me share with those of you who are new to the show on how you can connect with me if you like what you hear today. Um, and when you want to work with me one-on-one, then I, I invite you to book a session with me at roskincaid.com. Uh, when you go onto my website, you will find some downloadable free content called 10 Practices to Master Your Energy. You guys be sure to follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz uh, to learn all about some of the new things that I'm doing coming down, down the pipe because something's cooking in this brain of mine for sure. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have created a new eight-week coaching program, and uh, I'm still looking for a few women who who want to see positive change with pushing through that conditioning of your past, not living behind the facade, and trying to live up to unrealistic expectations of who people say you should be, to living authentically in your own magic, in your own true self. So if that sounds like you and you're interested in doing that work and that type of shift lights you up, then email me. Email me at hello at risekincaid.com. Of course, there is a small investment required to get in on this program, but whatever investment you make is you're more you're worth more than the investment you are. Your change, your your transformation is worth it. So anyway, now on today's topic. So you guys, I have been watching my guest Nadia Harding on YouTube for at least a, a solid year. I love how she reads. I love how she delivers her messages from some, from spirit. And I recently um, reached out to her for um, a tarot card reading for some help with my own marriage. Um, my husband and I have been having, you know, some bumps in the road. He and I have been married for what, 11 years and things started to fall a little flat. We had a little situation, which I'm not going to get into right now. Um, and I and I went to Nadia for some counsel. And um, it was a very, it was an awesome reading. And it was part of the shift that needed to happen in my marriage to get it to where it is today. It's, it's almost as if um, what Nadia told me was the catalyst or was part of the catalyst that shifted us into or or woke us up into experiencing our relationship, our marriage on a different level. So I had to have her on today um, and and let you all experience some of what um, I've experienced. So in addition to being a tarot reader, Nadia is also a spiritual life coach too. 
Um, Nadia began her career as a spiritual life coach in 2017 after leaving her job as a successful paralegal to pursue a life she could be more passionate about. Don't we all want that? (laughs) Her combination (laughs) of customer service management and life experience qualified her to be a powerful force. And yes, she is a powerful force that can assist people to move out of suffering and limitation and into fulfillment. She is the host of her own YouTube channel, Unconditional Healing, where she gives it to you straight. No chaser. I promise you. But it's with compassion because she understands exactly what it's like firsthand to be in this place of transition back to self (laughs) and learn how to master your energy. So, you guys, without further ado, welcome to the show, Nadia Harding. Hi, Nadia. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you so much, first of all, for having me on the show. I really do appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I'm excited to have you. So in addition to what I shared a little bit um, um, from your bio, can you um, can you share with the audience a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah. So, OK, so I was let's see, where should I start? I was born in Baltimore, Maryland, and I grew up in a small country town in Virginia. I pretty much grew up with a really large family. I have mm-hmm. 10 brothers and five sisters. What? And, uh, yeah, exactly. So, so I kind of feel like that, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like that experience really like kind of started me off in, in dealing with being able to relate, you know, relate to people mm-hmm. dealing with, you know, having all those different types of personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically growing up with that many siblings and dealing with my, my, my birth mother, she passed away at when I was three. Mm-hmm. And so grew up with my dad and my stepmother. And so, I mean, we grew up in love as well as trauma. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like honestly, that experience like led me to what I'm doing now, which wow. is teaching about unconditional love. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, that that now where are you as far as birth placement between your siblings? Are you young in the middle towards the oldest? Um, I have two younger sisters and two younger brothers. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Kind of sort of. Kind of sort of the 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 middle or towards the younger end. Okay. Well, that 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 kind of in my mind makes makes sense. As far as, um, you know, dealing with the trauma and dealing with, you know, the dynamic it explains the dynamic is what I'm trying to say. And so I love that. Um, I love that you have taken your experience with your own large family and turned that into, you know, turn all of that into a message into your own your own healing. And, and I can only imagine the lessons <laughs> that you learn from such a large a large family. So that that's a blessing to even have a large family, number one. Um, so that's that. <laughs> so I want to, let's just dive right into it. Because um, I get this okay. a lot um, from singles, from married people. You and I were talking um, before the show started. What is the primary difference between a soulmate, a twin flame, and a karmic relationship? Hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. My, I have my, I have my <laughs> pen and, and I'm here to take copious notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what I personally feel 
as far as the difference between those. I feel like Twin Flame and Karmic, they're both soulmate connections. Um, If you look at it from a higher perspective, we're all connected, right? As far as souls. Mm-hmm. This, this is gonna go a little. This is gonna go a little higher. Okay, okay. <laughs> but okay. we're all connected um, as far as soulmates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel the difference between a karmic and a twin flame is. But I feel like a karmic could be any type of relationship that you have with someone, and you're with that person for any other reason other than because you love them and you want to be with them. Mm-hmm. So that can go into I'm with this person for stability reasons, for the kids, mm-hmm. for, you know, because they look good, you know, anything other than just I'm I'm with this person because I love this person. And that's mm-hmm. it. So it's so just kind of straightforward with the with the karma. I love you. I want to be with you. And that's it. <laughs> Well, that will be the opposite of a karmic. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Got you, got so, you. So the karmic, a karmic relationship would be like, I'm with this person because, you know, uh, they got money. Or I'm with this person. Or I'm staying, I'm staying within this relationship due to just because we have kids together. You know, feeling mm-hmm. obligated, but not necessarily because I'm in love with this person and I want to be with this person. Okay. And a lot of times, like karmic relationships, those type of relationships normally don't last or they have a lot of problems because the true heart connection isn't really there. Mm. You're there for other reasons. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And even still in a right. karmic, I feel like there's lessons to be learned. There's something that Absolutely. to be taught with the karmic, even still with that, even though there's the, the heart connection doesn't exist, right? Absolutely. And that's really the lesson. That's even the lesson behind that, hmm. that you really shouldn't, I'm not going to say shouldn't, right? Because I'm not trying to sound judgmental, right. but in reality, you don't really necessarily have to do that because that can bring up a whole lot of different things, especially if you have children involved, like that can be conditioned, like the conditioning all over again. Mm-hmm. Like you're setting the example for your children of, okay, yes, um, we're just together, but we're not really in love. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, but I mean, they can definitely, you know, it can go from one extreme to the next. It could be something as simple as that, or it can just be, you know, just really, you just don't really belong together. Got it. But it's normally okay. what I feel that the definition of a karmic relationship would be there's not a true heart connection there. It's just for other reasons. For for some for and like for ego, I, what comes to mind is is ego sometimes um, can be involved in this karmic relationship. Um, it can be ego. It can be ego, or it could just be you know for society standards. Mm-hmm. You know. Hmm. Okay. And then with the twin flame. It sounds like there's this heart connection there. There's the heart connection. Exactly. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what I feel will be the difference. Mm -hmm. It's a heart connection. The twin flame is definitely a heart connection. It's a soul connection. It's a spiritual connection as well. Hmm. So, so it's all soul, soulmate 
connection. But it They're sounds also like make connections. Yeah, it's also make connections, but with the with the karmic and um the difference between the twin flame and a karmic is there's the heart connection. There's the, you know, I'm not doing this just out of societal expectations or conditioning, which gives us even more conditioning <laughs> with the karmic. Um exactly. and it's the heart. The heart is in the heart is 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 in play. And I'm not in it just for materialistic or for that pinnacle, <laughs> really. Exactly. For the pinnacle. Exactly. Listen, <laughs> I look at a lot of tarot <laughs> videos and I tend to speak in tarot sometimes and I don't even do tarot. I don't I don't know why I do it. I'm just I really like it and I it just makes sense to me, but to go out here and try to do it <laughs> is is another thing. But it's like I speak the language but I don't do it. <laughs> Does that make me an imposter? Mm-hmm. God, I hope not. <laughs> Anyway, so here's the thing. Um, in addition to what you've explained about, um, now I got to kind of rephrase my questions a little bit because now I have a better understanding about a karmic and a twin flame. So, how? What are some ways to confirm that um, that we're in a twin flame connection or soulmate connection and a karmic connection with somebody? How do, how do we know? Because I don't think some people have have the the awareness and don't and don't even know what to look for or aren't sure okay okay um so okay so dealing with a the ways that that you can confirm that you're in a twin flame connection is Mm -hmm. first of all there's going to be an immense like intense energy connection how can i explain it um like upon either like meeting this person or talking to this person or dealing with this person, there's like an immediate um, attraction, not necessarily a physical attraction, but more mm-hmm. so of just like, I feel like I know this person. Right. Mm-hmm. And the energy definitely is, it comes with really intense energy. I'm, I'm trying, I don't know how to really explain it, mm-hmm. but no, I'm following um, it's, it's almost like an inner knowing. There's something mm-hmm. that happens. There's something that happens within your soul. Mm-hmm. Like your soul tells you that, okay, this person is something, is someone mm-hmm. very familiar. So you'll have an inner knowing, right? Mm-hmm. And there's also like this intensity that comes with it. Like it can be, it can be like, um, it can show up in ways where you constantly want to talk to this person or be around this person. Um, there's a lot of like synchronicities. You can start seeing numbers. Okay. okay. It's, it's a spiritual connection. So it's, it's hard to explain for people to kind of understand unless you're actually like experiencing this energy. Well, I guess mm-hmm. this is the reason why you're asking. Okay. So you'll start to see um, a lot of like things that's out of the norm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can start seeing like numbers all of a sudden, like you guys are seeing the same numbers or you'll just start seeing different numbers every day. Mm-hmm. Um, just different, um, like you may be thinking of a song and the next day they'll sing you that song that you were thinking about, <laughs> just, you know, little <laughs> stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main, the main thing that you can tell that when you're dealing with a twin flame connection is your life will completely turn upside down Lord. and it can, in major ways. 
major changes. Like every, you can lose jobs, lose relationships. Really? Um, just major changes happen in your life. And is that all, are, are those changes happening all to kind of, I guess, shift the frequency to match each other? I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, why is all, why, like, um, why do people got to go through all these changes? <laughs> because the, okay, because, okay, let's talk about the purpose, right? The purpose okay. of a twin flame connection. The purpose of a twin flame connection is to really bring you closer to the relationship to your own soul. I mean, most soulmate connections are like, you can even do that with a karmic relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. You, you go through a lot, right. With that. But eventually you can, you can more so take a look at yourself and be like, you know what? I probably shouldn't have been in that relationship because I really wasn't in love with that person or for whatever reason. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But the twin flame connection is, it's a very um, ancient energy. I mean, this goes back like long, long past lifetimes, if you believe in that, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but the reason for the changes is because the twin flame, the purpose of the twin flame connection is to really connect you to your own soul, connect you to connect, connects you to God's energy. Mm-hmm. That's why that intense, that intense, that intensity is there because it's really, truly connecting you to the spirit within you. Mm-hmm. So it's deep it's right now. Yeah, it is. And and what comes to mind um, as you're talking about this is almost as if <sighs> it brings me to um, Lord. Soul connections. Not that's not what I'm trying. That's not the word I'm looking for. But I know what I'm trying to say. I'll get the word later, y'all. Is Mercury still in retrograde or not? But it's it's <laughs> almost like iron sharpens iron. And in order for you to embody that part of source that is walking on the earth in this human experience, there is a um there is a soulmate that I feel like you choose. Uh, some people, you know, have a difference of opinion on that, but it's like you guys have an agreement, a soul contract. That's the word I was looking for. The soul contract soul that contract. says, hey, mm-hmm. says that, hey, you, um, you and I are going to do this a few times, <laughs> not just this one lifetime, but we're going to do this. You and I are going to have this relationship a few times and I'm going to strengthen you. You're going to strengthen me. Some of this is going to hurt. Some of, the, of it's going to feel great. But what we're doing for each other is getting closer or or getting more of the embodiment of source on earth. It's almost like the as above, so below situation. Does that make sense? Correct. Okay. Correct. And the and the and the reason and the reason why it's important to do it with the twin flame is because because of the intensity that comes within the energy of the other person, mm-hmm. it will mirror back to you the things that you really need to balance within yourself in order to embody that energy in order mm. to embody God's energy. So that's any energy that you have within yourself that is a fear of doubt, any insecurity, mm-hmm. any wounds, anything that makes you think and feel less about yourself and who you really mm. are. All of that will come up to the surface. And that's why, you you know, Twin Flames get such like a bad rap, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, such kind of like a negative, like uh, yeah. energy around it. Yeah. Because... It's 
it's a lot that comes up to the surface. I mean, this is like lifetime worth of pain and trauma that you have to transmute out of your soul. And it makes sense if you think about it that the person to trigger that within you is a person that comes with so much like love. You have so much you feel that love and intensity with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a way, it kind of almost. You know what? To add to the question that you asked about, um, how can you tell the difference? Yeah. Well. Another way that you can tell the difference is normally, okay, I'll just take me for example. Mm-hmm. Like in dealing with my past relationships, right? I always thought that it was always the other person. <laughs> I always said to myself, well, you know what? I tried with this person. I tried to love them. I tried to do this. I tried to do this, but they just wouldn't listen to me, you know? <laughs> or they wouldn't mm-hmm. do what I wanted them to do. And it was all them, right? Mm-hmm. It was all them. It was never me. Mm. So it's almost like the love that I did have, and I had true love, right? I had, maybe not true love, but I had love for, Mm -hmm. you know, my past relationship partners. But it's almost like it wasn't to the point where it was enough that made me take a look at myself. Mm -hmm. So another way that you can tell if it's a twin flame connection is that love will actually make you take a look at yourself and be like, you know what, what, what? Maybe maybe I do need to take a look at myself and maybe ask myself, what can I change about myself? What can I balance? Yeah, you know, I, what, what can I do really with these insecurities <laughs> that I know that I have? Maybe I should try to do something with them. Right. So it's almost as if, and I was going to, I had planned to talk about this, but this kind of same thing kind of came up in um, in a coaching program that I'm in myself. Um, you know, to do my own work um, in a group setting. Um, it's almost as if what is what needs to be healed within you emits in a certain way that it starts to reflect back to you through somebody else or through a situation. And for this particular topic of conversation, it seems it feels like whatever in you needs to be healed is going to be reflected back to you or triggered in you through another person. And that person's purpose is is to help you heal is to help you um resolve was was not resolved whether that issue or trauma came from a past life or whether it started now in in your recent past in your current human experience and and now it all makes sense it all makes sense why and I'll, I'll i'll make it personal it all makes sense why certain people or certain things that people say or do trigger me (laughs) <laughs> whether they're soulmate twin flame karmic or not i can see i can now right. s- see a little clearer the value um the relationships that i've had and why some of them had to end like the the cycle of it almost um right you know that i went through with them it's like we 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 all are here to help each other evolve and and transform back to source or back to true self and and I'm glad Absolutely. you mentioned that about about you know people, you know being the 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 thing that you need to heal to like you almost have to see it in somebody else in order to connect with it and say, damn, I, I really need to I need I need to fix this shit, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Mm. Exactly, and that and that is a um, you know a lot of people don't like to do that. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as far as dealing with the triggers, like, you know, of course, you get triggered in, in any type of relationship. But mm-hmm. these triggers are so intensified and especially especially coming from the person that you have this all of this love and intensity for, it mm-hmm. does make you question. And it's and set up that way for you to question it. But a lot of people look at it as if they still they still don't take it as if it's them. So it really comes down to a choice. Mm. It comes mm-hmm. down to a personal choice of, okay, you know, if if all of these relationships aren't working out, you know, when does it, when do you say to yourself that maybe I'm the common denominator here? Maybe right. I need to take a look at myself and maybe, you know, do some self-reflection. Yeah. Wow. And that type of connection should trigger you to do that. As much as it hurts, that's really... That's really what you want. You want somebody to draw that up out of you, draw that sickness up. Well, I don't know if I want to call it sickness, but to draw all of that up out of you. Absolutely. And that's why um, I feel like with the Twin Flame connection, it's really valuable because it does, the purpose behind it is for you to become the best version of yourself mm-hmm. without the pain, without the trauma, without the you know, the the energy that we just push aside, the trauma that we just push aside as if, you know, it didn't happen and, and I'm okay out here. Right. You know, like that trauma and that pain is not going to show up some type of way in your dealings with relating to people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. And vice versa, because it's, yeah. it's not just one person, you know. We've all mm-hmm. been through something. You're right. You're right. I tell you, you know, I always say that the most important relationship is the one with yourself, but you you, you need to be in other relationships to be able to see that, (laughs) to be able to kind of work through that, whether, you know, friendship, romantic, whatever the case may be. I mean, that's just been. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If you're not being triggered, then if if you're not being triggered, then how would you know what you need to heal? Exactly. You need something to tell you. Mm, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and we're getting ready to come up on a break here in, in a couple minutes. But um, what are there other ways that we can confirm twin flame connection or, or soulmate connection, karmic connection? What, what else can we look out for? Um, another way that you can kind of confirm a twin flame connection is that'll normally start you on your spiritual journey. Hmm. Most most twin flames have a spiritual um, path in life, mm-hmm. whether that's dealing with energy work or, you know, definitely something spiritual, definitely something dealing with helping out humanity, helping out, helping out others, you know, and raising their consciousness or, you know, working on themselves. And that's, that's how valuable, like, I mean... I, I always go back to, cause it, it just seems like it's just so negative. Right. But mm-hmm. if you look at it from a positive like aspect, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. It really is love, but you have to be able to get past your own pain and hurt in order to really even see that. Right. And there, therein lies the work. <laughs> That's where the work has there to start. lies the work. So check it out. Absolutely. You guys, we're going to normally go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I was just gonna say. I mean, I was just gonna say. Normally, you um, start your your spiritual awakening. That's mm-hmm. another way that you can confirm it. 
That's deep. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. And right after this break, we're going to be right back with more um, with Nadia Harding on Twin Flames and Soulmates and Karmics and you looking at yourself and getting yourself together. So you guys hang tight. We'll be right back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back to Soul Healing Conversations, everybody. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and today I'm talking with spiritual life coach and tarot reader, Nadia Harding, who is getting us all the way together <laughs> on these soulmates, <laughs> twin flames, and karmic relationships. Y'all, if I had a video, my face right now would, yeah, yeah, my, I'm, I'm kind of like, all kind of light bulbs are going off right now. And before the break, um, Nadia, you and I were talking about some um, some key indicators, I guess you could call them, to confirm that you're in a soulmate connection. And, and during the break, we were talking about how um, getting into or becoming more spiritual is, is the key thing. And I had shared with you that um, right around the time my husband and I started to date maybe a year after it, it, it was maybe a year or two after or before we actually mm-hmm. decided to start a family. That's another thing um, that he and I started having, you know, started questioning our involvement in, in organized religion, being churchgoers. And we just stopped. <laughs> we left the church altogether. And mm-hmm. I remember me becoming more curious and intrigued about 
metaphysical stuff, meditation mm-hmm. and things, things, uh, spiritual things and cards and uh, uh, um, just spiritual things. And you had mentioned at the break that, you know, you were like, that's that's the key thing. That's that's one of the main things. <laughs> Can you mm-hmm. speak a little bit more about that? Because I'm sure somebody is going through this right now. Yeah, this this energy and the reason for that, you know, a lot of people uh, may want to, you know, expand because it's about expansion. It's about you connecting to your soul, your spiritual self and your spiritual self, your soul. Well, our spiritual selves and soul selves, we're limitless, Mm -hmm. right? So this energy is beyond logic. It's beyond conditions. And I think that's where a lot of people get kind of caught up at because they place a lot of conditions on these type of relationships and you, and it's almost impossible to do that because it's beyond any like conditions that we have here and, you know, society and, you know, religion is included. This Mm -hmm. is about opening yourself up to source energy, Mm -hmm. which is limitless. You're right. Absolutely, as you would say. You can't put this energy in no box, okay? Ma'am. Oh, <laughs> ma'am. I ju- <laughs> and I just said, I just made a post today on Facebook like, listen, you can't put magic, quote unquote, you can't put no magic in a box. You can't put energy in a <laughs> box. Like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. But yes. You and know, to be perfectly honest with you, not not to um, cut you off, but to be perfectly honest with you, as far as like putting that energy in the box, you have to ask yourself, what is the highest energy like in the universe? Yes, love, right? The highest frequency. Love. It's love. Yep. So it's almost like putting love in a box. Love should not be put in a box. Love should not have any conditions. Love is just love. We love people because we love them, not because not because we want something from them or we want them to make us feel safe, to make us feel secure, to make mm-hmm. us feel whatever. You know, that mm-hmm. that's something that should already be within us. Come on. And this type of connection, actually, that's that's the whole point of it. Like making you become closer to your own soul, where you mm-hmm. find that love within yourself where you don't necessarily have to depend on something outside of yourself for that love to make me feel safe, to make me feel secure. You know, it's almost like this energy. One of the purposes is breaking away from that condition that has Mm -hmm. been placed upon us. Mm. Wow. I know know it's deep. I know it's deep. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. You don't have, y'all gonna have to do some meditation. Okay. And then come back and listen to this. Yeah, you 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 told like you told me you gonna have to get with spirit on this one. <laughs> you gonna have to get with spirit on this one. You got to go within on this one, and really, I encourage you if you're listening to this episode and listening to this conversation between um, me and Nadia that if you are struggling right now in a relationship and it's bringing up stuff for you, like sit down for real, mm-hmm. get still, and get real with yourself about what is going on with me? What is going on on the inside? What, what, what 
is what is inside of me? What does it want to say? <laughs> you know, get, give it a voice, you know, e- all parts of you, the love, the ego, let it all speak, you know, and let it kind of help guide you and teach you about how to be in alignment and in flow with this person who was actually really here to help you evolve back into you know, source, really. The, I keep saying the embodiment of source because we're all from source and source is love. That is the highest frequency. You know, it's, te- it's all Absolutely. teaching you how to love. It's all teaching you how to love. Whew, man, this is deep. Absolutely. And unfortunately, <laughs> and unfortunately, that's something that we weren't necessarily taught. We were taught conditioned love. Yeah. You know, I love you as long as you do this, mm-hmm. you know. And that's mm-hmm. not God's love. Wow. There it is. Mm-hmm. Breaking down that belief system. That's that's antiquated. That's old. That's infected. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this is good, y'all. <laughs> this is good to me. So <laughs> I um I had a I had a listener ask me um this next question and she uh wanted to know what does it mean when you meet or discover your soulmate or twin flame? Um but you're all no, I'm asking this, but you're already in a relationship or you're married, how does somebody handle that? Like, what is that Mm. about? See, that kind of goes back to what I was talking about with the difference between the twin flame and the karmic Uh um, soulmate. When I was talking about people being in relationships just because, you know, due to whatever type of conditions, right? I'm in this relationship or I'm in this marriage just for the kids or just for stability reasons. But and because of that, I'm not at my highest and full potential because mm-hmm. I'm not truly feeling fulfilled. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when you meet your uh, when they meet and that somebody's already married or in another relationship, that's part of the reason why to bring that soul out of that. Mm. There you go. I mean, it's a, it's a lot more to that, too. OK. It's a lot more to that too, but that is one of the main, like the high, one of the higher purposes. Mm-hmm, to draw you Especially out of that karmic. Yes. It's to basically draw you out of not living your truth. Well, there you go. So then, it be, so then it becomes less about the relationship that you're in and more about getting back to authentic self and truth. Mm. Exactly. Hey, this is real deep for me, y'all. Y'all, like, I this is real deep. It is. It it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense, and I'm and I hope that you who are listening will now be able to understand what's happening with you and what's happening with your relationship, what's happening, and why you're feeling a certain way in your relationships. And it may be that, you know, you need to take a a second look at the reasons behind you being in that relationship and who you how you're showing up in that relationship. And are you satisfied with with how you're showing up in that relationship? I mean, it's it's, it's another indicator of where the work needs to be done. Sounds like. Absolutely. And you deserve to really live in your fulfillment. You know, like you deserve to be really happy. Mm-hmm. At any cost, at any cost, 
if you ask me. Like, nothing can be more important. And I know that people are going to think this sounds selfish, but whatever. But nothing can be more important than your own happiness. Like, like. You don't have, and I, I mean, I agree with that. I don't know. I, I, I agree with that. Like, Especially like if, if you're, if you're like, if you're in that, like a karmic relationship like that, right? And like, just think about it. Like if you're in the relationship just for the kids, I, I, I hear that a lot, you know, I'm in mm-hmm. this marriage or in this relationship, you know, just for the kids or whatever, but you're not really happy. Like you really can't really show them the best example that you really want them to see if you're not really happy and happy with the person. So you're exactly right when you say that, you know, if you ain't happy, if you're not happy, then you can't possibly like share that happiness. Yeah. It's going to reflect back to you. (laughs) It's true. If mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. There's, there's a reason for that there's, a, there's absolutely a reason for that so um so oh another good question that had come up um prior to the show is you know how I guess some people have experienced after meeting their soulmate or twin flame there's been this separation period some people mm-hmm. experience this don't but can you talk a little bit about why what you know why people experience that separation period after they've met who they believe or or know is their twin flame or, or soulmate and why other people don't as far as if when you mean is so like for example separate and some people don't well so say for example you have a single woman and you have a single man, mm-hmm. and neither of those neither of those are in a relationship. They meet, they mm-hmm. they know, you know, they meet all these indicators. Like I know you're my soulmate. I know you are without a shadow of a doubt. But then, mm-hmm. there becomes this this period of separation where um, they can be together one, you know, for a period of time, and then they separate, and then they come back together. What is what is the the purpose in that separation period? Okay, so. Normally when twin flames um, come together, I mean, when they first meet and then that first like come together period, I mm-hmm. mean, it is amazing. Okay. It's like, oh, this is the one. This is it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then the next cycle that you have to go through, right. You have to go through because that's part of the purpose is the cycle of cleaning up all that stuff that needs to be cleaned up or at least balanced mm-hmm. within each soul. Right. All of the wounds, all of the trauma, all of the pain, all of the like suppressed emotions that's laying dormant. Mm-hmm. That energy has to come up. So the next cycle that they go into is the triggering cycle. And they start wow. to trigger each other and in the worst way. Because remember, this energy is intensified. So the triggers, just as much as the love is intensified, the triggers are just as intensified as well. So it can be really, really difficult to handle. So um, now why, people, why some are separated and some don't, it depends on how much love you allow to stay there. Mm-hmm. The more that you come away from your heart space, like you can get triggered, right? You get triggered and you're, you know, you're in your feelings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you may, you may stay away, but then you may make up or 
you know, work it out within a couple of days or a week or so. Mm-hmm. Right. That's normal. But sometimes when that ego comes in, mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. can, that can cause a separation. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to come out of their ego. Hmm. And that's one of the energies that has to be transmuted in dealing with a twin flame connection. Your ego, so because your ego is not, is ego is what edging God out, isn't it? Right. Yeah. So it's it almost. It cannot exist. Is it, it can exist. And it's almost as if like shadow work, <laughs> I hear that shadow work can be tied to, you know, being in relationship with, with a twin flame or, or soulmate where they can try oh, that or that dark night of the soul where it's almost like, look, mm-hmm. if we're going to do that, you want to clean up and you want to go, go, go into the black and <laughs> go into the dark and go into the closets, into the basement and clean this stuff up. Um, and, and it feels like from what you're explaining that as much as the love and the passion is intensified, so is that, I guess that, that trigger, that pain, um, that pain, and, I, and I'm hearing yeah, annoyance so, <laughs> to the frustration, too. Oof. Oh, absolutely. Because remember, you know, it's, it's still, you know, especially if you're not really understanding the higher purpose of the connection, you're looking mm-hmm. at it as a normal connection. You know, so you're looking at it as how you would handle a normal connection. Like, okay, I'm mad and this person needs to get me out of my feelings. And unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's about you handling your own feelings. you handling your own triggers you showing love to yourself. And that's another point that I, that I want to make because it's really important in dealing with twin flame connection. Um, we weren't necessarily taught how to be there for ourselves emotionally. Mm-hmm. Meaning like take care of our own feelings sometimes. Well, really the majority of the times, but I mean, I know for myself, I was never taught to like really, okay, if I'm in my feelings, you made, you made me feel some type of way. I was never taught to like, you know what, Naughty, maybe you need to like be there for yourself sometimes. Be there for your own feelings sometimes. Like be there for yourself. You know how you hear people say, I always attract emotionally unavailable people? Yeah. Well, the mirror to that is because you have to ask yourself, are you ever there for yourself? Are you ever available for yourself emotionally? Mm. Ever? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Got to turn that thing around on yourself. And, and Absolutely. It's almost like what it is, whatever it is that you want out of the relationship, you got to start to show up and, and create that for yourself. Like nobody's gonna give that shit to you. Nobody's gonna do that for you. And and you said it earlier in the show, like it needs to exist. It needs to exist already within you. Exactly. So you that, can't expect so someone you, to give you what you're not willing to give to yourself. Come on, yes. Now you now you making somebody else source and creator and and you know the the will that provides everything for you. Like you don't need that. If anything, no, and it's nothing wrong. And it's nothing wrong with having it, right? Nothing wrong with like wanting it or even having it, because mm-hmm. it's not about not having it. But it's about, but it is about not depending on it. See, we have this like um, dependency. I'm dependent on you for my happiness or for my well being. 
you know? And if you mm-hmm. don't make me happy or if you don't do this for me, then I can't focus, right. <laughs> you know? I and that's, mm-hmm. that's, to me, that's the true definition of codependency, where we're really truly depending on somebody else for our well-being. Hmm. There's a lot of that going around. A lot of that going around. And and I feel like a lot of the codependency um issue is starting to pop up too. Um, because mm-hmm. it needs to it needs to be healed. It needs to be dealt with and it needs to we need to get to a place where we're empowered and understand that it's okay to want somebody to comfort you and, you know, give you all of the mm-hmm. things, but you don't need it. You don't you, like you already have it. You already have it. You don't have to go looking for it outside of yourself. It's okay to want it, but don't make it your source. Right, or or just give it show it to yourself sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, as much as you give and be there for other people, like, you know, include yourself in that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It basically yeah. teaches you how to really love yourself on a really deep level. It teaches you how to really self-love because you hear that. I hear that a lot. Like, you know, I'm on this self-love journey, but I don't think people really understand what it means to really love yourself completely. Like what, what it really means, like what self-love really is like self-love is when the love that you have for yourself is enough. Mm -hmm. You have to let it be enough. And when you get to that place, You'll receive it naturally hmm. because you're giving it to yourself. And when you give as it well to as yourself, others. yeah, you, when you give it to yourself, you it's almost like you um, you put out you you push that frequency. Yeah, it's like you're calling it to yourself by emitting it. It's like it's almost like a scent. Like when you put perfume on <laughs> or or pheromones, you know how pheromones work, where you attract mm-hmm. people just by your scent. The same thing with energy. Absolutely. You attract people by your frequency. So if you're attracting people Absolutely. out there in radio land and podcast land, if you're attracting somebody who's unemotionally avail- unavailable, just like Nadia just said, look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at how you're providing that for yourself because that that's, it, it comes out. It oozes out of you and it attracts people. So it ain't them, it's you. No judgment, though, for mm-hmm. real. I'm just trying to, you know, yeah. get y'all to be aware. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying no shade, but. It's the truth. <laughs> Everything you got is it's because you put it in some kind of way. You can't expect, you know, you can't expect what you're willing not to give to yourself. You can't expect mm. it. I mean, you can, but, you know. Yeah. You're going to be looking for it real hard. <laughs> <laughs> We look for it real hard, squinting eyes and everything. So, <laughs> yes. So here's here's my 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 next question is, what type of dynamic can the can soulmate or twin flame show up? Can you just be friends and still be soulmate twin flame, or can or does it, or are you destined to be in a romantic relationship with this with these relationships? You're definitely destined to be in a romantic relationship. Okay. Okay. And I would like to say that to everybody because I know that that is so like, you know, like, no, you're not meant to be together and all that stuff. Yes, you are. We're talking about love here. Why wouldn't you be? Mm -hmm. But it just depends on the level of love that you have for yourself. 
that's what will determine it. Mm. And at one point in time, you do have to look at them as a friend. Because love is friendship. You know? Where it, love is acceptance. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, real quick, real quick, you know how we don't really put a whole lot of demands on our friends? We don't put a whole lot yeah. of expectations or demands on our friends as far as dealing with our well-being. But for some reason, when it comes to romantic partners, we have that, a whole lot of expectations and demands from our yeah. romantic partners. And you have to ask yourself why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. I don't even know the answer to that. Yeah. Why yeah. Why is that? Trust that was that was a big one for me. I, I asked myself that question. I said, you know what? I don't even know why, but it's true. Mm. So at some point in time in, in dealing with the cycle and twin flame connection, you, you it's it's almost gonna not force you, but kind of place you in that position. Like they should be given the same amount of freedom as well. Wow. It's not about control, you know, Mm, it's about mm -mm. flowing and freeness. Love is free. Love is meant to flow. And it will flow naturally right back to you as long as you're giving it out. There it is, y'all. There, that that's the word for the day. <laughs> we are out of time. <laughs> but before we go, Nadia, real quick, tell everybody how they can connect with you after the show. Um, yes, you can connect with me. Um, when you can email me at unconditionalhealing11 at gmail.com as well as check out my YouTube channel at Unconditional Healing. And I'm also on, on Instagram as well. Perfect. Excellent. You guys be sure to check Nadia out on Instagram and YouTube for all kinds of great messages, such as the one she just spilled on us today. (laughs) You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Nadia, again, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing. I appreciate you um, helping us understand and, and opening up and becoming aware of, you know, these dynamics. So I appreciate you. So you guys, again, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Raj. Share your thoughts and comments about today's uh, episode. Visit me um, on my website at rajkincaid.com to book some time with me and meet me back, meet me and Nadia back here next time, next week for another episode of the show. Next time we are going to be talking about the power of tarot. So until then, you guys stay strong, stay positive, wake your ass up, (laughs) can't keep doing the work, but do it at your own pace. Love yourself. Love yourself. Much love, you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.